0: Week 3 NFL player prop show Salvatore here ladies gentlemen fellas 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 how's your week going how you doing i hope you're having a fantastic week by the time you listen to this it's the weekend it's friday it's going to be saturday whenever you're tuning in i hope you're having a great time of the day right now we're here to talk player props and I got you last week we had 10 props I got you with 10 more props and we're going to be referencing the sponsor of today's show monkey knife fights lines they're over unders on player props we're going to be referencing the yardage props on I think every single one of these no touchdown props no reception props today just the yardage props on some quarterbacks on some potential running backs and wide receivers for week three of the NFL season so relax sit back lay your shoulders back let them lean let them lean let them rock with it a little bit if you have to put the song on itself as well and just relax the next 15 to 20 minutes, all for you. My name's Sal. If this is your first time here, and honestly, honestly, if this is not your first time here and you are not already subscribed, shake your head. Shame on you. But you can make up for it right now, redemption style, by smashing the like button, smashing the subscribe button, in the big one in the bottom right hand corner. New people, hope you're going to have a great time here. I think that you will. I think you're going to get a lot of value from this video. So please, at some point during the video, hit that subscribe button. I greatly do appreciate it. And I mentioned that we'll be using Monkey Knife Fight for the sponsor to kind of look at the lines, kind of look at the over unders for what we're going to be looking at here. And they're sponsoring the show with a promo for all of you watching this right now what they're doing is saying south your user base, your community. We're going to give them a hundred percent deposit match up to $50 Ruskies for their new first time deposit. So if you want to go in there, you want to make an account, want to make your first deposit, minimum $10, they'll give you $10 for free. You want to be a heavy hitter, a head honcho, a kingpin, a boss. You put $50 in there, they will match you $50 rooskies. You got a nice $100 crisp bill in your account in the virtual monies. So go ahead, check that all out down below. And the way that you get this redemption is by clicking the link using the promo code VETRI. V-E-T-R-I. It is my last name. I spell it out for all you people over there in the podcast version so check it all out reap the benefits of that promotion by monkey knife fight promo code vetri v-e-t-r-i 100% deposit match up to 50 dollar ruski so let's get it i have my 10 guys on the screen right now that i want to be doing bets on right over unders the props Uh, but i do not have it labeled if you're watching on youtube which side of it because then you wouldn't stay here for more than five seconds after seeing all of them if you wanted to tail any bets again you can tell these bets if you want i have my objective reasonings and hopefully take out as much personal bias as i can for these bets i have a database i have a data model where i project the orange myself and then i'll give you some overall just reasons as to why outside of just i have this projected more we'll give you some reasons as to what the matchup looks like and how the player is performing as well so let's start this bad boy off with matthew stafford detroit lions quarterback who's going to be in one of the highest point total games of the entire weekend now it's not higher than the 57 point total of dallas and seattle right now but it's pretty damn close coming in at 54 and a half with opening it's at 55 in some spots between detroit and arizona it looks like it's going to be a track meet it looks like a lot of points are going to be scored and right now monkey knife has the prop of 275 and a half passing yards for matthew stafford well i'm here to tell you drum roll please, the first prop of the day, we're going over this number. I have him projected for 306 yards. So right now I'm almost 30. I'm over 30 yards ahead of this prop and over the prop that Monkey Knife Fight is putting out there at this line. So I'm well, well, well ahead of that right now. Look, Matt Stafford ranks ninth right now in air yards, 10th in overall yards. Arizona is 26th in pressure rate through two weeks. We don't expect them to have that good of a defensive line. Arizona has also allowed the eighth most passing yards so far to this point. You're going to have a nice pass blocking advantage for Matthew Stafford and the Lions. They did lose Graham Glasgow to Denver over the offseason. It seems like through a couple of weeks now that it has not been that big of a hit as they still have a top 12 offensive line for protection reasons through the first two weeks. And also important to call out now, he's going to likely get Kenny Galladay back for this game. He's been logging limited practices all week long. So no longer does Marvin Jones have to be the de facto number one wide receiver. He can go back to being a very stout number two wide receiver in this offense. TJ Hawkins in the second year stud tight end, former first round pick has been limited this year in his snaps, but it seems like they're slowly starting to get him on the field a little bit more. All these things, including the matchup and overall the aggressiveness of Matthew Stafford at Galladay back, lead me to go for the over here. And again, in just overall, my model. I'm projecting him in this matchup right now with these high point totals, expecting them to play catch up in this game right now as five and a half point underdogs to go out there and throw a lot more than usual. I'm projecting for over 35 pass attempts and 306 yards. We are well over that number that Monkey Knife Fight has. Go get it right now. The next man up is the Carolina Panthers quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater against the Los Angeles Chargers, who have a pretty sound defense. And the line that you're getting on this is 256 and a half over under for his passing yards. Well, me, Salvetri, drumroll, please. The second prop of the day, we were taking the under here. I currently have Teddy Bridgewater projected for 240 yards flat. So I'm 16 and a half yards under what this line is giving us. So I feel pretty firm with the percentage of being that over 10%, close to 20% under that number right now. So far, the Chargers are ranked number six overall in pass rush. They're allowing just 231 yards per game. That's pretty damn good. You obviously have Christian McCaffrey out. So yes, Mike Davis might fill in as a decent pass catching option, a nice waiver wire pickup for you potentially if you needed the running back depth or if you had Christian McCaffrey for the next 46 weeks, but it's not going to be the same type of a weapon, nowhere near that. Teddy Bridgewater currently ranks 10th in overall yards which is good to see but they've been playing from behind they played against a really bad bottom five right now in the secondary Oakland Raiders through two weeks even after facing the Saints and Drew Brees who were not that great in week two and that's where he piled up a lot of those numbers in a game that saw like around 70 total points 65 total points his yards per attempt has been efficient and his completion percentage has been efficient but we know that out of Teddy Bridgewater we expect him to be accurate we expect him to be efficient it's just a matter of piling up these huge stats now you did have last week DJ Moore come alive for 13 targets and be used through two weeks Robbie Anderson does look really good so the weapon in quotes are there Ian Thomas not being used too much McCaffrey now out they still have some weapons there we'll see if Curtis Samuel gets a little bit more involved but I do not like that over number anywhere near it right now as I'm 16 yards under the Chargers defensive line overall and pressure rate is pressuring on 30 percent of opposing quarterbacks dropbacks through the first two weeks Joey Bosa looks amazing out there I mean he looks absolutely dynamite like he kind of wore out in, in the overtime game against the Chiefs a little bit it looks like he was getting a little bit tired but can't really blame him for the amount of pass rushes that they were bringing in there so Bridgewater has been good but the overall prop in my opinion is a little bit inflated so what we are doing here is taking the under uh, whatever site you're betting on again you should be betting on monkey knight fight but i like the under on the teddy bridgewater passing yards of 256 and a half i've met 240 for week two next up joey burrow the rookie and a lot of people are giving me slack in the comments that I'm, i'm slandering joey burrow's name but let's let's get this line out of the way first his line is 258 and a half passing yards right now I currently have Joe Burrow as my third prop of the day, the under here. I have him for 240.1 yards. So I'm going to be taking the under pretty firmly. Now, a lot of people, like I said, they think that I'm slandering this guy's name because I said he has not been playing that good. Well, right now he has not been playing that good. Just because you throw 61 times and that allows you to get to like 300 passing yards does not mean you're good by any means. If anything, if you're not being efficient on those pass attempts and you're barely cr- cracking 300 yards, you're probably really inefficient. And of course, that's not all on Joe Burrow. He started two games in the NFL and his second game was on a short week, right? He had no really no rookie camp this preseason, a weird offseason. He has not really had time to gel with his weapons. We're not going to say that this is not a good quarterback. I actually think Joe Burrow is going to be a very good quarterback. I thought he was deserving of the first overall pick. What I'm saying is that the people that right now that are going up on their shows on TV or even on Twitter, and they want to say that this guy is better than X quarterback, like people saying that he's better than Baker already. Look, I think that he probably will be eventually just from what we've seen from Baker from over two plus years, but he's not better than Baker from what you saw in that Thursday night football game. Not even close. Like Joe Burrow is averaging 5.2 yards per attempt. He threw over 300 times and barely cracked five yards per attempt. Adjusted. It was in the fours for yards per attempt that is dead last in the league that is 37th overall even the backup quarterbacks who have came in have played better than Joe Burrow right now so yes Joe Burrow has not been playing good his offensive line is not good right and these are all reasons why right now I'm leaning towards the under on this one these are just parts of it I mean I only haven't projected for 240 so that's the main reason why this is just all the analysis that kind of goes into those projections there's a lot more of the data side of it that we don't have to get into in this video but Cincinnati's offensive line like I said bad negative 45% pass blocking advantage according to pro football focus this week and that's because the Eagles defensive line is number two in pressure rate through two weeks Joe Burrow's only having 5.2 yards per attempt, not good. 7.8 air yards per target means that he's not throwing the ball downfield right now. And he's 29th out of 32 NFL teams, 29th as a quarterback in true completion percentage. These are bad numbers, but that's to be expected out of a quarterback who has had tough matchups, right? I mean, last week, the Browns, their defensive line is still very good. Week one, the Chargers that we just talked about for Teddy Bridgewater, a very good defense. And now he's going to come out here again with a secondary that's still not elite by any means, but they have new weapons back there and and slay to an extent. And Robbie Coleman, who I think was a big ad, their defensive line is still good for this Eagles team. So yeah, I I do not like the odds of Joe Burrow in this game going out there and really getting much done the upside for Burrow is that he is attempting deep passes which is good to see he has 10 so far in the year which is overall fourth in the league and he's at least he's at least running a ton of plays in this offense a lot of that is going to be skewed though from throwing the ball 61 times in the last game but they are ranked number one in plays per game again I do expect that to come down our fourth overall play right now as we stick with the trend of quarterbacks our fourth play is going to be the Chicago Bears Mitchell Trubisky their quarterback currently his line sits at 263.5 yards. What we are currently taking on this Mitchell Trubisky line is the under. I currently have him at 244.5 yards. So I'm about 19 yards under this number, which is enough for me to say, you know what? Lock it in. We're taking the U. We're taking the under on this one. Look, Atlanta has a decent pass rush right now. They're 14th overall, slightly above average through two weeks, but they're only allowing 216 yards per game. That's very good. Mitchell Trubisky, 23rd in the league with the 6.8 yards per attempt so far. Again, these are things we like to see, and he's ranked 32nd in accuracy amongst quarterbacks. So through two weeks, although he has his team winning games week one having a huge comeback he has not really put together a really good two weeks outside of maybe one good quarter he's averaging 32 attempts per game so far he has eight deep balls on the year which is pretty decent to see that ranks ninth overall and his offensive line is protecting him with a top 10 protection rate so that's at least good against an average passer so he will have some time there the issue is that he's just not being accurate even when he has had time in the past in matchups against detroit where there was no pressure week one at all so even with that time he's not able to take advantage of it and at the end of the day the line that we're seeing here on him yes if he hits on one of these deep shots Allen robinson which is due soon it's not that alone going to get him over the total, but it's going to be easier to get there. But I'm going to bet that he stays under that number of 263 and a half. It was closer to 250, 255. It'd be a stay away for me, but I have him at 244.5 yards. So I pretty firmly like the under there. And now our fifth bet is going to be for Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns starting quarterback for week three. His line comes in at 239.5. And in this case, are we going to go with the trend of three in a row we've had unders? No, we're not. We're taking the over here. I have Baker at 260.2 yards. So I have him at about 21 more yards than what this number is. So it makes me feel really good about going with the over here. So we'll lock in the over at this point for the fifth bet of the day. And what you're getting right now is Washington allowing 243 yards per game. Now, the big thing is how good Washington's defensive line is. It is going to be very good. Currently, their defensive line and their pass rush is top five in the NFL right now. They're currently getting a 32% pressure rate. Now their secondary through two weeks. I think it's a little bit skewed, but that's also ranked in the top five for a secondary that was absolutely brutal last year. Still got Landon Collins back there. Fabian Moreo is doing a little bit better right now through two weeks, a lot better actually compared to last year. But again, it's a small sample size. I don't want to get too much carried away. Keep an eye on what happens though with this offensive line jc treader is going to be currently questionable with a knee injury and jack conklin is questionable with an ankle who was on emergency assistance only on thursday night they kind of had that mini buy now of about 10 11 days to get ready so they should be ready we're hoping that they're ready jack conklin is trending towards being ready but keep a close eye on this because this is going to be very important for baker mayfield as long as he can have either treader hopefully both of them out there but definitely he wants jack conklin the former tennessee titan the veteran out there so that would maybe sway some things for me if those two guys are both out, i'd be a little bit concerned here but right now baker through two weeks i mean a lot of people want to jump up and down after one week How bad he is because they got blown out by the Ravens, which I mean, they were eight and a half point underdogs. It got to 10 in some spots, right? This was to be expected. They were supposed to lose against the Ravens. He's top 10 in QBR, he's top 10 in deep ball attempts, and top 10 in deep ball accuracy. So Baker will take the over there. He's gunning it downfield. A 239 and a half line for this is just a little bit too low, a decent amount too low, in my opinion. So we got five over unders in. We got five more to go. Before we continue on going, about halfway through, please do hit the like button on this video. Hit the big ol' subscribe button that's popping up right now. I do appreciate that. And again, if you want to be tracking these exact lines that I am, and you can tail these bets if you want to, I'm using my model and all this stuff. I'm using a bunch of qualitative information, but also quantitative information. You can just do that down below on Monkey Knife Fight. Use the promo code VETRI, V-E-T-R-I. If it's your first deposit, anything between $10 and $50, they will give you a 100% deposit match. You want to put 25 in, try it out. You're going to do player props anyways. Might as well get the bonus, get an extra $25. Or you can go all the way up to 50 and then you'll end up having $50 match there. So $100 whiskeys in your account. You can take advantage of that offer and play some of these props right in here if you want to, or a bunch of other game modes that they have using the promo code VETRI, V-E-T-R-I, on your first deposit linked down below on MonkeyNightFight.com. check it out linked below so next up we have the Jets quarterback Sammy Darnold against the Indianapolis Colts whose defense has been very good so far in the Jets unfortunately just due to injuries absolutely decimated and banged up but the over under for Sam Darnold they're setting this thing at 209.5 yards I'm just going to take the over here blindly in some cases obviously not blindly I have him projected right now for 234 passing yards so look this offense does not look good right now no Jamison Crowder no Brashad Perriman. they're down to guys like Josh Malone on the outside at starting receiver with Braxton and Chris Hogan. I'm not joking. Those are their three starting wide receivers this week. So that's obviously brutal. Now through two weeks, Indy is number one in coverage. They're allowing just 122 and a half yards per game. So that doesn't make me too encouraged by looking at the Sam Darnold number right now, but it's the fact that how small the Sam Darnold number is, especially based on how much he was able to do last week with pretty much nothing. He obviously didn't do a lot, but he was able to do some stuff with guys like Chris Hogan and Braxton Barrios, especially downfield. Indy only ranks 18th in defensive line pressure. So you should be able to get a little bit more protection right now for Sam Darnold. It seems like they probably will have a negative pass blocking advantage just because the offensive line is not that great the rookie Beckton though looks absolutely phenomenal right now on pro football focus the number two overall graded rookie their offensive lineman that they took in the first round with the 11th overall pick and I should correct myself by saying that Crowder and Perriman are deemed doubtful it's not official as of my recording that they're out they're deemed doubtful Crowder with a hamstring and Perriman with an ankle injury so right now what you're pretty much getting is that this offense pretty much ranks and Sam Darnold himself like bottom of the barrel in all statistical categories but 209 and a half for an NFL quarterback who's probably going to throw the ball a minimum of 30 times with the upside of 40 times in this game against the Colts. Yes, they have a defense that limits big plays. It's been that way since they got a new defensive coordinator about two years ago, but that doesn't mean that this guy can't throw for 220 passing yards. So we're going to take the over there as our six bet on Sam Darnold, the New York Jets starting quarterback over 209.5 yards. I currently have him at 234 yards in my projections on my other screen over here. Next up, Drew Brees. You're going to be getting this line at 285.5. 285 and a half is a pretty big number in my opinion for Drew Brees. And that's why we're taking the under on this because I haven't projected for 271 yards. The Sunday night football game against the Packers, Michael Thomas has still not practiced this week, and it's seeming more and more likely that he's going to miss this game. He does have almost an extra day to get ready since the night game, so we'd, we'll see what happens there. But the Packers do rank top 10 in pressure and 12th overall in coverage right now. And Drew Brees' A dot through the first two weeks, especially now that there's no more Michael Thomas who doesn't run too deep down the field, but his A dot in general has been lower than ever. Emmanuel Sanders has not been getting any separation. Jared Cook has looked decent. Jerry Quan Smith has looked decent now that he's actually had some more opportunities to be the guy in the offense downfield. But for the most part, I'm not worried about this team. 285 and a half yards is a big number. I do think this can turn into. A shootout against the Packers with a 52 overall over under open that 51 and a half. They do come in as favorites by about three, three and a half points, depending on where you're looking, but I'm going to be taking the under here. I haven't projected for a lot of yards, 271 yards. It's a pretty decent median projection. Obviously you can smash that. That's why the line's at 285 and a half, but I lean the under here. It's not one of my most, I would say, courageous bets of the week. I think that it actually comes closer than a lot of these other ones to hitting that number, but I'll still take the under since I'm about 14, 14 and a half yards under that. Next up, we have the tight end for the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle. Now obviously track the status here. They're saying that there's a chance that he could play this hyperextended knee he missed last week. And they're saying that he's been logging limited practices. Maybe he'll end up playing. Well, if he plays, I like this. They only have him at 58 and a half yards. There is nobody out there right now for the San Francisco 49ers team. They got rookie Brandon Ayuk. They have Trent Taylor, who's absolute dust in the slot. And they have Kendrick Bourne, who actually has a decent yards perception. I think it's like top 15, top 10 in the league right now. But for the most part, he's like a slot guy who doesn't really go downfield. And then they had Jordan Reed, who was decent last week, but they don't have any weapons out there. They just lost Raheem Mozart. They just lost Tevin Coleman. They need George Kittle. They're going to a rel- rely on him heavily if he actually plays in this game and is not limited. They got a good matchup against the Giants. He'll see Blake Martinez, who is more so a tackler and a run stopper than a pass coverage guy against a tight end. And it doesn't even matter. It's George Kittle. He's matchup proof in my opinion. I'm taking the over here if I have not made that clear already, because I currently have George Kittle projected for 76.7 yards, about 18 to 20 more yards on what you're seeing right now. It's likely going to be a game time decision. So obviously just keep track of what you're seeing right here. Track the injury news. I like the over of 58.5 yards for George Kittle. Next up, we have George Kittle's teammate, who also has the exact same yardage prop, 58.5 for Jarek McKinnon. I'm taking the under on this bet. Our ninth bet of the day at 58.5. I am at 44.5 yards currently. Here's the thing about Jarek McKinnon. This would be a really nice spot if he was definitely going to be the workhorse. But I do think, and they've already said it, Jeff Wilson is probably going to be taking a lot of the touches. They've hinted that. That's what we've seen in the past. Jeff Wilson gets the goal line work, and he usually gets most of the bulk work when guys like Tevin Coleman last year were injured. So if that's the case, I do think that you're still going to get Jarek McKinnon going to be out there seeing eight to 12 touches, maybe 10 to 12 touches. But then for him to hit this over prop of about 58 and a half, he is a home run hitter. We saw that last week with a pretty nice touchdown run. But for him to actually hit this over-under, he would have to average five or six yards per carry if he's only going to see 10 touches on the ground. The receptions, we don't worry if he gets a lot of receiving yards because he's coming in with an over-under prop for rushing yards of 58 and a half. So no Tevin Coleman, no Raheem Mozart, like we said earlier with the Kittle analysis. It's going to be Jeff Wilson Jr., who I currently have projected for more touches and more yards than his teammate, Jarek McKinnon. It seems like Monkey Knife Fight and probably some other books, if you're using some out there, have this prop right now set as if Jarek McKinnon is going to be the clear-cut starter for 15 to 18 touches. That could happen, but I actually don't think it happens, and I think there's a decent amount chance that it doesn't happen, that there's actually a lot of opportunity to be warranting the under here because this information is not perfect news. We are not definitely knowing that Jerick McKinnon is going to see 15 plus touches. And I personally, based on the projection number that I have of 44 and a half yards, don't believe that either. He is PFF's number one back. He's only had 12 opportunities, six carries, six targets. He's had like five or six red zone touches. He's been very much involved. Uh, The Giants are third overall in run defense through two weeks, 13.4 yards per touch is just a very small sample size, but he has been pretty efficient and he looks really good McKinnon right now. All that to be said though, I don't think he gets enough volume, or at least I'm betting on him not. And I'm going to be taking the under with our ninth pick. And now let's finish it up with somebody who's going to be up there in the MVP race after two weeks, right after two weeks, i told our horses, Russell Wilson and Josh Allen are up there. And we're going to be looking at Josh Allen, whose line is at 244 and a half and a pretty difficult matchup against the Rams. I'm currently taking the over for this line on Josh Allen. My projection right now for Josh Allen is 260.4. So I'm about 16, 16 and a half yards or so right around there over this number. And I feel okay about going there, right? This is another one like the Breeze bet. These are probably my two least confidence bets, but they're still ones that are far enough away from my projection from what Monkey Knife Fight has that I'm fine going ahead and taking this bet. So the Rams right now rank second in coverage and 14th in pressure rates. Allen has averaged through the first two games, two career high games and back-to-back games. Never had a 300 yard passing game. He broke that week one. Then he went for a 400 yard passing game in week two. 364.5 yards per game through two games. He's number four in deep attempts and he's number eight in completion percentage. And right now he's top five in deep ball completion percentage. So all the jokes about how Josh Allen is inaccurate it, at least through two weeks he's trying to silence some of those critics so far he's second in overall fantasy points per game if that's your type of thing and he is getting active on the ground now we don't care about the ground game and the total yards all we care about is the passing yards at that prop of 244 and a half i'm currently taking the over because i haven't projected for 260.8 so we're going to take the over here it is a concern because this Rams secondary has looked good the pass rush is eventually going to start getting there josh allen and the bills offensive line have a negative negative 36 percent pass blocking disadvantage we'll call it an advantage but disadvantage according to pro football focus this week compared to average lines across the league. So that's a concern, but we know that, right? We know Aaron Donald and this Rams defensive line for the most part is still not maybe as elite as they used to be, but still very good. They're generating a 31% pressure rate, which is pretty much top halves in the league, close to top 10 in the league right now. But for Josh, we will still take the over here. I do think they're going to be aggressive. And we've seen it through two games now. They're just not running the ball. Even when they're ahead week one against the Jets by two or three scores, they're still throwing the ball for 40 plus times. We saw it a little bit last week. Even when they have a comfortable lead, usually in the past, they'll start running that clock out with the rookie Zach Moss, with the second year player Devin Singletary. They haven't been doing that. Now, maybe that switches at some point. But I don't know if it's gonna switch this week against the Rams defensive line. So let's hope for another 40 pass attempts. And if that's the case, I feel really good about hitting the over on this number. So there you have it. Those are our 10 bets. I will recap them all for the people listening on the podcast in just a little while. But I firstly want to say thank you for tuning in. Please do hit that like button and the big old subscribe button on YouTube for listening on the podcast. Takes two seconds of your time. In exchange for all this information for free, I'd like to ask you if you could leave a review on the podcast. Again, that takes two seconds to hit the rating button, about 30 seconds to leave a nice little review, say something nice about the show on Apple Podcasts. If you're an Apple member, if you have an Apple phone, if you have an Android, you can use Stitcher to do that as well it really does help the podcast grow and podcasting right now that's the only way you're going to get growth either word of mouth marketing or those types of things downloads reviews and all that type of stuff so i really do appreciate that on youtube the subscribe button just as important over here on this platform so thank you so much in advance and please do sign up at monkey knife fight if you indeed want to take advantage of some of these props maybe or some other ones promo code vetri my last name that is v-e-t-r-i will get you a 100% deposit match up to 50 dollar ruskies over on monkey knife fight there's a link in the description below so to recap our 10 bets before we get out of here matthew stafford over 275 and a half passing Teddy Bridgewater under 256 and a half passing yards. Joe Burrow under 258 and a half passing yards. Mitchell Trubisky under 263 and a half passing yards. Baker Mayfield over 239 and a half passing yards. Sam Donald over a very low 209.5 passing yards. Drew Brees on Sunday Night Football against the Packers under 285 and a half passing yards. George Kittle over 58 and a half receiving yards. Be sure to track that to make sure he's playing. Jarek McKinnon under 58 and a half rushing yards. Then you have Josh Allen closing up with over 244 and a half passing yards against the Los Angeles Rams. Thank you so much for tuning in. in everybody. And I will see you in the next one. We will be live Sunday at 10 a.m. East Coast time, answering your final questions up until lock for about an hour or an hour and a half. I will see you then, gang. I appreciate it all in advance and I'll see you then in the next one.